Welcome to another episode of the Alpha Ways Pod in the building with your hosts Darren and Cam, and we do have a special guest here with us. Yes, we do. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeb and I, thank you for joining us. Did I say it right? Jebonair. Jebonair. See, this, come this on, Darren. This is the second I know, time. I know, but you know, returning <laughs> guest. I'm, you know, I'm a returning guest. <laughs> apologies. That's all good. Jebonair. Um, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, you was. Um, am I right in saying the first or second guest we ever had up here? I think mm. so, yeah. I think yeah, I was the second guest. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's beautiful to come full circle and see everything that we kind of spoke about materialise in yeah. terms of... Yeah, mm. that's so true. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. but we'll, we'll dive into that a bit more. Cam, what are we here yeah. to talk about today? So today we're coming up to the end of the year. So we want to talk about ascension. Yeah, and yeah. just growing, learning, kind of putting together everything that we've spoken about through the year, really, and mm. just looking at as we're coming into the new year, manifesting and vision boards. We want to talk about the process behind ascending, how to get there, what you need to unplug from, yeah. and all of that good stuff. Cool. Mm. <laughs> that was the most long winded. <laughs> I thought it was quite concise. <laughs> I would have said more. Thank you. I normally just give one line, but oh, this is great. You know, we're we're diving in today. We are. Hundred percent. So, like, when you're when you're, I don't even know where to start with all of the things you just listed. Um, <laughs> 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 nah. So, if we're looking at ascension, yeah. Yeah. What what springs to mind for both of you? I think for me, I love space. Um, space travel, space sci-fi, all of those type of things. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always think about taking off, like being in a rocket and taking off, and how much, um, I guess, uh, energy it takes for a takeoff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you revving up a car a little bit. Like you're gonna use that all that fuel in this first. Like I know for those of you who watch Formula One, <laughs> you use a lot of fuel before you actually like you know release into that amazing gear of flying through that race course. And it's the same thing with um, taking off in an aeroplane. Majority of the aeroplane's fuel is used up before the actual ascension. Like once you get in the air, you're mm. using like just you know a very very small bit yeah. of the fuel so i always think about that part the rumbling the shaking mm. of the, the <laughs> everything feeling like yeah this thing's gonna fall apart <laughs> it's gonna fall apart but then when you break through it's like oh so yeah that's what i think of mm. on that yeah how do you do with that for yourself personally the shaking all of that <laughs> all of it but i love that the though, like the, the whole description yeah mm. um how do I deal with it? Uh, I feel like since the last time I was here, we, we were talking about um, how do you deal with situations where it looks as though you're not doing much mm. to other people and then people kind of write you off as a bum or something. Mm. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, she's always saying she's going to do this yeah. and she's going to do that. <laughs> and, um, and how that looks, sometimes it just doesn't look like you're, you're really up to much. Um, I think for me, how I've dealt with it is just really keeping my head down mm. and focusing on, okay, this is what I want to achieve. And every day, retraining myself to go, it's worth it, it's worth it, it's gonna be okay, babe, it's gonna mm. be okay. Just really talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, prayer has been a big part of that. And mm. um, practicing like faith in terms of like saying like, if I believe it, I'm gonna be able to see it. Like I watched this um, 
video of Chris Martin talking, um, Coldplay Chris Martin, yeah. talking about, um, there was some video where he was like, in four years, we're going to be the biggest band mm. in the world and we're going to have number one songs and we're going to be touring all over the world. And like literally it happened for him like the four yeah. years after, you know. Um, and that made me think, wow, like, okay, if you see it in your mind, mm. like it really can exist. Because to be honest, like not to get all deep, but everything that we are able to set our eyes on existed in someone's brain beforehand. Mm. So 100%, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, literally yeah. these mics, the, the clothes we're wearing, everything. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, you know, I need to keep that at my forefront, the forefront mm. of my mind. Like, okay, this is where I'm trying to go. This is the vision and really just reaffirming that. Cause it, it's very easy when the walls are shaking mm. to um, forget that mm -hmm. and to focus on the shaking walls and all the, the clutter and the noise that you can hear around you. Mm. Um, there's even just feeling the unease, you know, of the takeoff. Um, but yeah, refocusing every day has been definitely something that's worked for me. Yeah. I love so much of what you said, honestly, because I love that you related that analogy, what kind of brought it together was praying because yeah. that whole thing of, you know, if you think of it as just flying a rocket into space, that's a faithful task. <laughs> yeah. That's a faithful <laughs> task. Like you've done all the work, all the guidance, all the things to get yourself up into the air. Mm. And you just don't know if it's going to make it. You just have to have faith that it's going to happen. Yeah, mm. I agree. And I love what you said about affirming that to yourself every day because you need to repeat the things that you want to yourself every single day yeah mm. i think it just doesn't happen any other way to be honest with you mm. um I, even like during this time um i was uh, listening either to a podcast or something like that and it was talking about mr beast did the same thing like um he'd recorded like a video of himself for like mm. a year ahead or something he was like i'm just gonna do this youtube thing for like a year <laughs> and i want like how many a hundred subscribers or yeah. something right mm. And he was like, I'm gonna record this video and I'm gonna post it on private or schedule it. I think he scheduled it. Mm. Do you guys know the story? No. Mm -hmm. All right, so when he first started, when he first started, he was like, he was doing the YouTube thing and it was going all right, oops. Um, but then he wasn't like putting like loads of effort into it or something. Mm. So when he said, oh, you know what? I actually haven't put my all into it. I'm gonna try this time to say I'm systematically moving towards this goal. Mm -hmm. And so he'd recorded this video um, in it, he was basically talking to himself in the future. And he was like, okay, it's one year on since you did this, since you started taking YouTube seriously. Mm. You've got hundred subscribers. You've mm. done this, you've done this. You've been able to put a video every week and or mm. whatever. And then he recorded it, put it onto his YouTube as like a, it's gonna go out on this, like a year on that yeah. date, right? Mm. Yeah. And he, he said that in his mind, he was like, this has to be true now because yeah. if I've put it out there, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way it's gonna come out. <laughs> if it comes out and the subscriber numbers are not there and I've not done what I said I was gonna yeah. do, I'm gonna look like such an idiot, do you know yeah. what I mean? But I love that because he just put, so did he like post, like schedule yeah. it to post? Yeah, literally he wow. scheduled it to post for like a year on. I, I'm mm. hoping that this is definitely the true story because obviously <laughs> I heard it off of somebody. So okay. I'm relaying yeah. you off of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, so he did it and then a year on, like it was way better than what he'd posted. So wow. by the time he was posted, by the time it went up, he was not on the hundred subscribers. I think mm. he'd hit way above that. So because it worked that time, he was like to himself, you know what, I'm gonna do it again. So he <laughs> did one for like five years and then on yeah. a 10 year one or whatever. And I think mm. there was, I feel like the five year one was 10,000 and the 10 year one or the whatever other year that he proposed was like a million subscribers. And by the time the one with the million subscribers came mm. out, he was on like, 
like five million subscribers. Was like, it was excelling all of his mm. goals. And it was like, wow, wow, you really did that, <laughs> you know what I mean? But what it made me think about was that um, you start in the now and um, our good friend who we used to know, mm. um, always- <laughs> 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 <That's so> <laughs> No, because we're not, we're not gonna go there. Yeah, yeah, we're not um, <laughs> Our good friend used to say, mm. we still love her, yes. Our good mm. friend used to say that if it exists in your mind, then it exists like time she used to say time is the only obstacle mm. do you get what i'm saying and i never used to understand what she was saying but literally yeah. like in my head like that snapped this year like this mm. year last year is snapped because mm. i was like oh this is what everyone's been talking about yeah, yeah. you have the idea and if you can perceive the idea then you can bring it to life do you get what i'm saying so yeah. as long as you're working towards it <clears throat> pardon me, then you will get to that goal as mm. long as you keep on seeing it in your mind's eye. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of mm. like a big sort of like spark. Do yeah, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I get that. For some reason this year, more than ever, I've got the belief that no idea is an accident. No. So if you keep seeing something, especially, and you and you really tap into it and feel it, Mm. I don't see why you wouldn't go go forward and keep trying. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I believe that if there's something that you want inside mm. of you, that's part of your blueprint because you're not going to want the things that aren't meant for you. Yeah, you know? I get So you. when you get those ideas and all the insecurities are coming up, those are all your limiting beliefs and your perceived obstacles. You just need to know that when this idea comes up, don't look at it like the lack of it or how I'm going to do yeah. it. It's all about this belongs to me. Yeah. Mm. And you know... um what's it called rick rubin has this book and it's called uh, the creative act right. mm. uh, i literally started reading it because of versity because he heard about it in an interview or something and he was talking about how ideas are such a blessings mm. but also the fact that like they float in a way so like it's nice that things keep coming back but i think so a lot of the times we take ideas for granted mm. yeah. and we think that it will mm. always be there but like think about how many times that you thought of something and then like it's never come back mm -hmm. but what well, he someone else has literally, done it. someone else yeah. done it that's what he it's was like talking about like, who's gonna catch yeah, it yeah <laughs> literally that's what he was talking about it was like okay it's come to this person and are you mm. gonna take it forward and then mm. the next if you don't take it forward it might float to the next person yeah. who then yeah, decides yeah. whether they're gonna take it forward and i was like that's such like a cool way of looking at things I've in terms of like of honoring like, like <coughs> the fact that it's a blessing mm. like yeah. you you have the opportunity like to make this come yeah with this, idea. With this idea yeah. do you know what i mean <laughs> which i thought mm. oh wow do you know what i'm saying yeah, a lot of the yeah. things will just think oh it's whatever you let it pass and you don't necessarily think it's worth going for mm. but like you said it's about the pursuit and saying to yourself yeah. you know what it doesn't matter how it's gonna happen Mm. or anything mm. i'm gonna stick with it and i'm gonna see it come to life and even like a lot of the times you might think like it, it's like the, the how is what clouds things do you get what i'm saying yes yep. so like I, I was watching something the other day not the other day but some time ago we'll scratch that <laughs> and uh, this woman was this guy was talking about this woman and how she wanted to like she wanted to take pictures around the world of mm. like amazing places mm. and like just be this uh, photographer who had mm. the best images, you know, like the Nat Geo type pictures, yeah. right? Um, so she had this thing and then he was like to her like, oh, well, why are you, um, why are you not pursuing this, this thing of yours, like this mm. idea? And she's like, yeah, but you know, I need money. And he was like, you don't need money. Like mm. you can make this happen. Mm. You And she was like, yeah, but I want to fly around the world. Obviously I need the money for the tickets. And mm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to need the money to stay in hotels and all mm. this kind of thing. And uh, he was like, oh, why don't you like 
open your mind to the idea that it doesn't need money. Yeah. And then she was like, mm, okay, fine. Fast forward, sometime later, she gets this idea to like approach these airlines and just say, mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. Um, I know your your um, airline goes to Sri Lanka and I would love to take some pictures in Sri Lanka. Do you mind putting me on a flight and I can take mm. these things, these pictures? And it worked out. Like she managed wow. to she managed to get on them planes to several places to and it. got paid to do it. Do wow. you get what I mean? And it didn't require money like yeah. how she mm. thought it yeah. would. Do you get what I'm saying? So like you said, it's just about honoring that the idea and saying, Well, mm. how can you how can you get there? Yeah. The how shouldn't phase you. It's more, the how is like how you get, is the creativity coming into action. I love it. Cause the way that I'm picturing it is like the bigger idea of what you want to do is like one big bubble. And then you get like smaller yeah. mini bubbles, like the ideas of how to get there. Cause she had that big idea of taking those pictures and then the smaller ideas of how to make that more of a reality. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of limitless thinking that I think is necessary for ascending. But yeah. it is so hard. <laughs> Let's just be real for one second. It is really, really hard. It like is. for me, when you're first starting out, especially, and you have that idea, and there's so many things that get at you, like, well, even aside from will the idea work or what will people think of this, it is just, am I capable of that, you know, and doubting mm-hmm. it. So where do you guys stand with that, with the process? I'll let Darren start. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> Over to you. Thank you. Yes, go ahead. Um, the process is probably the, the most difficult part for me because mm. I used to, I don't know, tell me how you lot think about this. I used to track my journey a lot mm-hmm. and I realized by tracking it, sometimes that was my biggest hindrance. Worse. What do you mean by Same. tracking it? Like, just every little step tracking, number one, tracking the progress, mm. tracking how far I've come, what more I need to do. Um, any any aspect of tracking the, the journey, mm. I like realized- plan and steps and stuff Not, like not that. so much planning it, but evaluating too early almost. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, I might've thought by this point, this needs to happen. Mm-hmm. If I'm focusing on that point, that's almost like setting an end date Mm. And if it hasn't happened by then, then what then? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And then when I kind of not just let it free, but was more free thinking with it that this is what I want to get to, but I've not really set a time limit on it. Mm. I realized that that worked better than f- better for me in the process than just mm. say tracking every little absolutely every little period and every little milestone and this even with releasing stuff. Oh, this one done this but this one didn't do that mm. then you realize maybe it was just the timing and people mm. needed this at that point and they didn't really need this at this point but yeah, yeah it's just that that process i think that's such good advice because mm. i feel like that takes it like for one <coughs> sorry <laughs> water break <laughs> i'm okay i'm okay i'm just taking it back <laughs> for one uh it's in like more of a practical sense, the brain, like when you give it a direction to focus on something, it entirely Mm. stays there. So you're not allowing yourself that room for adaptability or inspiration. And it sounds like you moved from that, yeah, that kind of rigid mentality to a more fluid one, you know, or intuitive one, even with what you said with trusting your gut with as an artist, when it feels like the right time to release something, because when you're focused on the practical stuff and the list and the goals mm. and the checkpoints, you're you're almost detaching yourself from 
the creativity of art, which is more than just making it. Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. But it also the, comes down to how you define yourself as well. Mm. And I realize that not even in anything that I create, I believe I I create things that are timeless. Mm. And there's no time limit if it's timeless. Absolutely, so, I agree. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that changed my whole perspective. I'm not defined by an error or a period no. in time. So. How can I put a time limit on when this yeah. is meant to work? And yeah. just trusting as well, because again, like with that original thought with faithfulness, faith, mm. you don't see it with your eyes. So having that mindset kind of gets you away from having external validation to make yourself feel safe. So yeah. you're not masking or clouding over that insecurity that is still manifesting in different smaller ways. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. I think as well as creatives, like it's really easy to tip on the metric side of things mm. because you've got creativity and then you've got like you said the milestones and the in the the, the kpis we get all corporate so when you're focused on those kpis you're like oh my goodness you mm. know we didn't hit this number or whatever yeah. or we didn't I, not necessarily even always always the numbers but it's like your brain is almost in a mathematical space mm. now rather than a space where creativity is moving and i feel like sometimes when you are in a mathematical space that you're not to say limited but you're kind of focused on you're zoned in on several routes yeah, or a, a, a number of routes so to speak do you know what i mean yeah so i think that that like i agree with you it happened to me as well where i was like oh wow i'm so focused on oh i didn't manage to hit this goal i said i was gonna go walking to free my mind up so that i could write the same, a meditation <laughs> meditation walk. Walk. <laughs> it didn't happen that means yeah. i did not the meditate day is done. yeah the day's <laughs> over <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the fact that you had a phone call with your sister or yeah. you watched a bit of, I don't know, Love Island or whatever it was, mm -hmm. that still sparked some of your creativity. But yeah, because it yeah. wasn't in your like on the to do list, <laughs> you're That's like, it's so, over. <laughs> that is so, so, so true. Because I thought you were going in a different direction in terms of all these other ways you spent your time. But mm. it's true. Like you'll watch something and a character will resonate with you and it will inspire something that you're yeah. working on. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it so does happen, true. of course. It does, of course, it does. What was the question again, Cam? How do we deal with. Yes, so the question was. She's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying, buying, I'm buying time. How do you deal with something? Yeah, so how do you deal with the stuff before ascending? Like, oh, in before that process, ascending. All the okay. doubt, all the. When you have the idea, having yeah. the courage to nurture it when you feel afraid. Yeah, mm. I have think you mixed it, but same, that's great same though. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, you have to, it's okay to be afraid. Mm. I think it's okay. Um, that helps sometimes as well. But like, I literally went through like a thing where when I was writing the music, I'll just write the same song over and over, and it would always be about how scared I am to write. <laughs> like, literally, if I let you guys the on my laptop, paradise. literally. <laughs> I could never break through <laughs> on that part. So I'd literally be like, I'm writing a song, guys. I'm going to write a song. I'd be on the computer, play a beat. I'm so scared to write. I'm so scared to sing. Every single, like I did it like seven times. And I was like, this girl, you got to get out. You need to move out of your way. Like what is going on? Mm -hmm. Move out of your way. Yeah, you Happy. have to. You mm -hmm. have to. And I feel like 
with creativity sometimes also like yeah you want to help yourself but sometimes for me i found that it really was helpful for me to say like this is gonna help someone else <laughs> let me let me put my feelings down so that at least like you know it's there yeah do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there and if someone else can why. relate then that would be really awesome because mm. sometimes when you're thinking about just you 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 and getting how you feel out it's mm. not you get too kind of like zoned in on oh is this the right way for it to come out mm. whereas when you're thinking oh well it's to be shared mm-hmm. sometimes i think that can open you up to feeling a bit more free about mm. things you know what yeah I mean? yeah that's so true like having that why because it brings it back to what we said with ideas being a blessing you mm. know like it blesses you it blesses everyone around you and the impact of what you're doing isn't just for you when you're that vessel to do it mm. and it i like what you said about it taking you out of yourself you know mm. and all the the stuff that you're scared of because you remember there's a bigger responsibility yeah mm. there's okay. countless times anyway when you when you will release something or put something out and even if you're unsure at that time on reflection when you go back to it you realize either where you was at that point in life mm. or it helps somebody that you didn't even know yeah like, so you can't really I, I call it being selfish with your art yeah mm. i don't think you can be selfish with your art no yeah. i don't honestly i really don't think you can you can't it's so true yeah it's so true and sometimes <clears throat> the stuff that you feel so vulnerable writing or getting out there or, or even think like who's gonna relate to this that's the thing that really impacts someone the most yeah and you realize how like i had a moment like that and i realized just how this isn't just for me you know like what you're doing is important and you feel less alone because you know that not only what you've been through was worth it Mm. but that um you're not the only person with that problem Mm. yeah yeah definitely definitely and even just like seeing how eternal something can be like you were talking Mm. about earlier once it's out there or once you've made it and you decide to put it out it's like it's gonna live forever now yeah i mean yeah so Two questions, actually. <laughs> so going back to, to what you said with, you know, how you was in that space with being scared to to write and not knowing what to sing and stuff like that and, you know, speaking that out. How did you move from that step to the next step? Like, what did you do? <laughs> I was praying again. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I was praying mm. again. Like, one, my, I'm really big on overcoming fear. Mm. And like, I think the thing that I've realized is that like, it permeates more areas of life than I thought it would yeah um you feel like oh i want to i want to overcome fear of like what people think of me or or fear of being myself or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but then the minute you kind of overcome one area you look around you go hold on there you are again (laughs) 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 there you go (laughs) so i'm like okay oh no we need to get rid of you we need to get rid of you um so yeah, with this, I think it was definitely that where I was like, okay, well, you're scared to sing. What does that mean? Does that mean that you don't like yourself? Mm. You know, do you don't not value like um, what has been given to you? Mm. And I feel like when I got to that route, I was like, rah. You have to humble yourself. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not being humble. You know, mm. I think whatever's been given to me is not as good as the next person or whatever it is. Oh, why don't I enjoy? Why am I not enjoying what I'm hearing? Yeah. Um, and I think that was just kind of like, not, it was a bit of like comparison. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, um, it's really easy to see everyone else doing their thing. And especially when you're, especially if, if like, I'm a person who really loves my field. Yeah. I'll listen to like loads of other people doing yeah, their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but recently, since I've made my own music, I don't as much anymore. <laughs> now I'll be listening to like binaural beats and stuff. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Now I listen to like uh, massage music and stuff. <laughs> But um, love ambient music like that. Yeah, mm. literally. Now I'm there, but but I do <clears throat> um, do my best to keep uh, awareness about what's yeah, happening yeah, in my yeah, field. Yeah. And mm. I think sometimes when that awareness sometimes can help, if you're not in a good space, it can lead to you comparing yourself. Yeah. You see mm. these people with like a massive team and they're able to execute X, Y, and Z. They're mm. on Jimmy Fallon or whatever it is. Mm. <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I'm sitting here in a, in Deptford, you know, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my songs to come out. Um, How do you deal with that when you can see people on that next part of the process, like in the line, yeah. like promoting and you're still in the hermit mode of the process yeah. and creating something? What, like, how do you deal with that feeling? Or do you get that feeling of like, I'm being left behind, or I want to be seen now, or, mm. you know? I think for me, I just was like, you know what? Um, I, I'm not gonna put anything out that I don't love. And I'm mm. not gonna put anything out where, so I first have to look at myself and say, okay, this is your gift. Mm. Learn to enjoy it, learn to mm. love it. How are you gonna do that? Practice, mm. do it more. Do it more until you find a, a place where you're having fun yeah you yeah. know and go back to the place of having fun because it's not all about okay you need to make get the perfect vocal take or you need to make sure your songwriting is this and that how can you have fun so like literally a lot of um some of my time i would say i was like oh yeah this is my serious songwriting <laughs> and then i'd be like oh i'm making serious songs over here and then versus he'd be like okay just let's make one for fun and he'd put a beat on and then i'd be like okay and you know i do my little thing and then that song that we did for fun would be like really really good and then he was like you know this is because you're not blocking yourself etc and i feel yeah. like that's like the whole thing of like you know when people like smoke before or whatever mm. like that is so that they don't have the the, the voice um, the voice in their head going <laughs> oh re rethink that bro not yeah. sure about that yeah one. not sure yeah, about yeah. that one bro but when you've <laughs> smoked or you've drank or whatever it gives you that looseness but i would say um because I didn't want to be dependent on those yeah. things. Mm. I was like, I first really need to just have a healthy relationship with what I have. Yes. And then that can move me from there. And if I can love what I'm doing and have fun mm. doing what I'm doing, mm. then everything else will be easier for me to do. Yes, people might be a bit ahead of me in terms mm. of like where they are, etc. Mm. But it's okay because at the end of the day, we all have our own race to run. Yeah. And yeah. like, like what you said as well earlier, if you're timeless, then your time will be at Yeah, when, it, when it's for yeah. you. When it's yeah. time. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, in theory, it does sound great. It does, <laughs> but it is hard. It, it, I will tell, like I said, I was singing the same song. I made the same song seven times. Yo. That was your practice that time. Was, <laughs> that was time. That was torture. <laughs> but when you've, when you've come out the other side of it, what's mm. the biggest lesson that you've learned from that? Uh, the biggest lesson I think is that uh, what is in you is worthwhile mm. and that everybody, no matter what you do or how you express, what you have is worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And your star doesn't have to be shining any less or any brighter than anyone else's to be considered valuable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's okay. For, like we're all different types of light. So you've got your glow sticks, you've got your overhead lights, you've got mm. your... Um, I don't know, your phone flash, <laughs> you know, you've got your, um, see different types of lights and it's okay. Like for that to exist, it's okay yeah. for everyone to have a space. Mm. So I feel like for me, that was 
that was like the biggest thing I've learned is like just enjoy what you have yep. and do the best with what you have mm. and don't worry about like how it's perceived or what it looks like next to someone else's just life. Just stay in that Yeah, just stay in your joyful space. Yeah. yeah. And to answer that as well, I'd say just do it, you know? Yeah. Like I remember when I was writing something and I had so many doubts and then I started journaling to write about my doubts and wasting time and then I had no time so I just had to write it mm. and it ended up being really good with great feedback mm -hmm. so it just showed me the biggest way to you know deal with fear sometimes is to just do it mm. do you find mm. it like a release being able to put it down into like paper and stuff like that usually I do but it just wasn't the right approach for that moment you know mm -hmm. that moment wasn't requiring something to analyze or to look deep into myself or that you know there's something that you can't see mm. it was just being scared on its own and sometimes when you have that feeling you do just have to rush forward mm. there's no way around it because you're just circling the fear yeah mm. I get you mm. that's interesting yeah. but you see in this current era yeah how easy is it for you to ignore external factors like the metrics basically the numbers and mm. these things when you're creating and you're going through that process of you've done all the preparation mm. you've put something out you're ready to now take off let's say yeah how do you because you have to be realistic in some points where you when you have to have we don't have to it depends mm -hmm. um there's always going to be a level of numbers attached to something yeah you can't escape it like it's, i get you so how do you deal with that so for me how i'm dealing with it mm. um so there was this there's a person who i see regularly every now and then and they're also an artist mm. and they're on a label and they were like oh they've been releasing singles they're doing mm. the TikTok thing etc etc so i was like oh that's really cool um the myself i very much have taken a faith approach yeah mm. and so i was not gonna do any of what i've done over the last couple of months this year right. it was literally god said it's time for you to do your thing i was like, all right mm. let me do my thing so um what that meant was instead of like releasing single by single by single which mm. would have which would have maybe allowed me to get the numbers up right, right. Mm. i was like i'm just gonna put everything out at one time so mm. um it was a big gamble and when i was talking to this person about it they were like oh but you know don't you want to get the metrics like don't you want to get those mm. numbers on next to your songs and mm -hmm. show people that like there's people out there listening mm. <laughs> and i was like yeah that's all fair and fine but i think that um i've chosen to measure value outside of those things mm. so while it will be good and i feel like there was a time for it um my measurement right now is how are people resonating because obviously mm -hmm. i'd never put out anything like a body of work mm. before so i was like okay really first and foremost for me it was just do people like my songs yeah, yeah, yeah. do they like it is it real, <laughs> is it real? yeah <laughs> so that was like literally i was like well before we talk about any numbers do yeah. people even does it even sound good <laughs> <laughs> Like, and can, can somebody say repeat <laughs> on this song right uh, so mm. i was like all right cool that's my measurement whether people will repeat the songs right mm -hmm. and whether it that's resonates a good measurement yeah, yeah and whether it resonates like whether what i've put mm. in is something that people also receive back right mm. so long story short that was my my measurement and also for me um i really want to do touring i'd love to like next year do like a support slot for someone mm. or 
um, go out on a small European, I should say small, go out on my first European yes. tour, right? Yes, yes. Um, which I would love to do, right? And so I was like, okay, um, that's my goal. Mm. My goal is the touring. My goal is not to look, to be online, seemingly doing things online yeah. or seemingly looking like people are listening. Because you know from being in the music industry yourself that... Um, sometimes people have bots. <laughs> sometimes people hire bots and re- labels hire bots as well. 100%. Um, to boost up those numbers and make it look as though, okay, there's things going on for this person. But then when you go to listen to the song, you're hearing like off notes, you know, all sorts. And it's like, you're not, you know, the music's not as good as you think, mm-hmm. even with all the numbers. Yeah. <clears throat> so for me, because I really value what I'm doing and I love music and I respect music, mm-hmm. I was like, for me, it's about, is the music good first and foremost? And then everything else can come after that. So when I was having this conversation with this person, they were like, oh, okay. And I said, oh, well, it depends on what your goal is. If And my goal is to be out there singing my songs to people in mm-hmm. rooms. Um, and he was like, oh, I understand. And to be, he was saying, oh, you know what? To be honest, like, it makes sense for you to do things in the way that you have done because when you go out there, you won't just have one song to perform. You have mm. several songs to perform. Mm-hmm. And then also um, people, I think, uh, we as a human race, we really resonate more with like real life experiences. Mm. So if I can give the type of um, real life experience that means someone will hear my song and want to go back and play it, the numbers will go up. Yeah. If I'm out there. 100%. So I was like, okay, well, I already am cool with that. I'm okay with looking at my profiles and seeing for, you know, the less than 1,000, <laughs> less than 1,000 plays. Mm. I'm okay with that for now as long as. I'm hearing back uh, from people, oh, this has really blessed me, or I love this song, mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's what I've been collecting now, like since uh, the music's been out, I've been yeah. saying to people, just screen capping. Every time someone says, oh, this is really, really good, or I love mm-hmm. this song, I'm like, that's what I do it for. If 100%. someone tells yeah. me like the song is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I'm navigating it. I know that it's not necessarily like a thing where uh, sometimes it's, it might not always be the best um business tool Mm. but Mm. i know enough of like what i want to do as a business that the when it is time for it to matter i know how to pull out that there is wealth or value in it does that Mm. make sense 100 yeah 100 so i have this thing yeah whenever i talk to artists i always say this there's no point having numbers if you don't know what to do with it yeah absolutely and that's the majority a lot of people that sign, first of all, yeah, they have no no idea what to do with the numbers. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I also think there's there's something in you yourself being able to type your own name in and see something that you've put work into yeah. collectively just there. Like mm, even if somebody yeah. asks you, what do you do now? You've got a portfolio now. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. absolutely. And product product will always be key that you can you could sit here and talk <laughs> exactly. if you don't have anything to show at that present moment. Word. And you know what I've seen with, but I don't know if you guys know about Buddy and he had the song, I found it ages ago when it kind of like when it first came, he dropped it on his album and it was called Black. Mm. Mm. And it had been out for like a year plus before the George Floyd uh, murder happened. Right. And then off the back of that, when people started putting together these protest videos, mm. what have you, that song ended up being attached to like this movement, mm-hmm. oh, wow. the BLM stuff, you know? Mm. And like it blew and I, it just showed me how um, in business, in any business that 
creates products, right? And obviously our music is a product mm -hmm. in essence, right? So it showed me how any product, as long as it's out there in the market, has the potential to be to move the needle any at any time. Mm. Books, music, same thing. You know, you have pe something that people, you know, you'll hear like, oh, it was sitting on my laptop and then when it was out, this and that happened. Mm -hmm. And even for Buddy, it just showed me like, you could put something out, people might not resonate with it at the time, but then when the opportune moment comes, yeah, boom, there goes the song. Same with the book. You you write it once or you record it once and it has the potential to make you millions or mm. to touch millions of lives, whichever. So as long as it's not like a perishable product, mm. it's really just has infinite possibilities as far as like what it can bring back into your life. That's yeah. what I think. And my thing is as long as it hasn't spiked, that means it hasn't reached its peak yet. Exactly. Yeah. So there's people that do have things out and it might spike immediately, but that's the peak of it. Yeah. You still got more space to grow and more more growing to do with that anyway. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I always stress that numbers obviously business sense makes it's important for business. Mm. Yeah but it shouldn't be at your forefront when creating and releasing and putting what you've worked on out into the world. That shouldn't be to me. Yeah, no. Not I immediate agree. numbers anyway, not yeah. immediately. No. Yeah, because it will never last, I think. Yeah. It will just be kind of like a flavor of the month. A fleeting, you yeah. know, win and then what. And also what I like about what you said is that it is a really good example of what we spoke about with following your gut, following mm. your blueprint, mm. doing things that might not seem to make sense but it makes perfect sense for what you're trying to do with your intention and manifestation and even the value that you're placing in music so mm. i think having that at the forefront is key because everything else builds around that you know yeah mm. i think it definitely says something about like like you were saying a lot of you have to know where you're going yeah, yeah. yeah. and i think sometimes um it's easy to pick something up and it's it's okay i feel like a, you know w there's different mm. stages to uh, the a creative journey 100%. sometimes i think it is good to just dive in and not know where you're going yeah etc but if you're saying like okay this is what you're aiming to be in for a long time you mm. have to think i i will say you have to i'm gonna mm. say you have to mm. think about the long run and yeah. what you're trying to achieve and then you're working towards you're working backwards from there really like mm. okay what's your end goal um, and how do you get there? Yeah, and I think it makes the journey more fun, which is so underrated. Like that's part of it, you yeah. know? Like I always say your gift isn't just a gift for everyone else from what you create, it's your gift. Yeah. It does something to you. So having that, being outside of the numbers and not placing that at the forefront, it gives you room to take the scenic route with your, your own life. Cause this is your life that yeah. you're spending your time on, you know, so. Yeah, it's what about what you thing? place your importance on when you're, when you're yeah. creating your visions as well. Mm. So for me, for example, there's a venue here that I've always had in my mind that I want to sell this place out. To this day, I've not done the research to see how many numbers it mm. would like. I don't know what a sellout would be in that venue, but mm. it's just that venue itself is iconic for me. And that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> like, that could be that a 500 matters. capacity, that could be mm. 5,000. I don't know, I've never looked into that because mm. that part doesn't matter to me. Mm. It's just that seeing myself selling out that venue is part of my vision. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to, how you create your visions and Mm. if you are into vision boards what you place into those mm. I think that's what matters more and again being fluid as well like just because your strategy right now isn't focused on the numbers that might be a strategy that you'll need at a later time so yeah. having 100%. that trust in yourself as you said in that more intuitive journey is so important to be in the race that you're meant to be in mm. Mm. 
Agreed, agreed. Definitely, definitely, definitely. There's different elements to it, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm, yeah. About, <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Um, circling back to the whole ascension, what what was your driving force behind that this year? Did um, something change in your life or, without d- diving deep into it? Oh, details? so... Oh, I'm trying to think. It's been a really tough year. Like, mm. obviously, I'm saying all of this stuff, but when I tell you that I have been crying, <laughs> that's part of the journey. Yes. That is part of the journey. I've mm. cried, uh, wanted to scream. Mm. It's been really tough mentally. Um, and it, it's taken a lot of, um, I don't even say willpower, but a lot of determination right. to mm. just stick through. So, at the top of the year, I was like, every year I was like, I'm going to release this song. <laughs> <laughs> I want to release them this year. And obviously, so in music, they say, if you're trying to roll something out, you need to be thinking six mm. months before. Mm. So um, yeah, all of your things that you're saying, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You need to be have done it six months before. So for example, if I was trying to release something halfway through the year, in January, everything needs to be ready. The videos, mm. the music, all the lined up, the interviews, the lot. And um, so I was like, oh, I really want to do this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But then it just started looking not feasible because I was thinking about the money and, mm. okay, how are things going to come together? And I've only got a few songs and studio mm. time and all these different mm. things. And um, I think top of the year, I won a grant from my university which was amazing. It was such a boost. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, and then um, I was fasting a lot. So mm. I'd fasted like, I usually do like a January fast. Okay. Um, kind of like Ramadan style. Because I'm not, it's 30 days, but it's not really 30 whole days. It's yeah. 30 days of like 10 hours a day or right. whatever. Mm. It's right. So I was um, doing fast. I was fasting and then I was just be like, oh, I really want this and that to happen. And I also... One thing I started doing this year was that um, if I was fasting and I was saying I was praying, I would write stuff down. Whereas before, mm. I'd just be like, oh, I'm going to be praying whatever prayers come, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but this time I was like, okay, let's write stuff down. Mm. So I literally I had a card and um, the thing was you write down on the card, like, this is what you're praying for. Mm. You put it in an envelope and then you close it. Mm. And then throughout the month, whenever you're praying if you think if you remember the stuff that's on the card then you pray about it but Mm. if you don't then you just pray about whatever else right okay but the main thing is just the fact that you've been praying and you know that like the things you are praying for so like for me some because i have adhd i'd be like yeah you know you know what's in the envelope (laughs) 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 yeah yeah yeah. all the things in the envelope that's what i'm praying for (laughs) i ain't gonna roll it off it's in there you know i'm not literally (laughs) back to read envelope (laughs) anyway read the envelope So that would be like something like that. Um, mm. So that was the first fast and I, I paused, um, finished it. Then I was moving on and I'd be like, oh, let me look for it. Oh, that was it. I was like, oh, let me look for a job. Because mm. okay. I was like, I need to survive. Like what's going on? I need <laughs> yeah. money. So I'd be looking for a job. Like literally the whole beginning of that last year, I was looking for a job. And then over time, it was this whole thing of like, there's the, so- the song happening over and over mm. again and recording that song, recording the oh, same song. The seven songs. <laughs> it's literally recording the, the same song. The song ever. Yeah, so then afterwards I was like, obviously going through the journey of like, just saying, you know what, let me love my gift, let me love what I'm doing, mm. whatever, whatever. And then that turned into, 
another fast but during all of that i was like um every time i'd get up to sing i'd feel really fearful like mm. so nervous like you know like debilitate debilitating nerve mm. like nerves before on stage and i'd be on a stage and the mic would be oh. <laughs> the mic would be wobbling in my hand <laughs> like this needs to stop this year it needs to stop so that was one of the things i was like i don't want to have before i know i was picturing you with the shaking hand like enough no more (laughs) i'm telling you i was like no more i don't want to do this again Mm. uh and i found this um fast forward some time passed and i'm was reading about music and singing and stuff and basically i found this book that was talking about um it's called the inner game of music and Mm. it was talking about how uh, singing it needs to happen in the most natural state so if you uh tense mm. when you're singing you're not going to get the best right. out of your voice and to me that was like okay girl like we have to stop you know mm. think in inward etc so i started relying a lot more on that strength inside and i was like okay every time i'm going to perform um i need to just be as relaxed as possible focus on what i'm doing and stay in the moment because mm-hmm. i think mm. it was really easy to just be like in my head and say like okay well uh, am I singing the right note or whatever? Mm. So all of that was happening. Fast forward, I, the, by the time I was doing a fast in like July, because I think I'd done three that, this year. So in the July one, I was praying and I was like, you know, I really do want to get this music together, but I just feel like, you know, what am I going to do? And by that time, when I'm telling you guys, I have a good CV, okay? Mm. <laughs> My CV is pretty good. <laughs> and I applied for so many jobs and literally mm. I didn't get asked for one interview. Wow. One, not even one. And uh, that was after crafting the perfect cover letter, mm. redoing the CV several times. It was not times. meant for you. That was swimming literally, against the current. Literally. Mm. So eventually I was like, this is, the door is closed, girl. Mm. Like, yeah, this yeah. is not for you. You don't need the safety net. I don't, <laughs> literally. So when I finished that fast, I literally felt like, God was like, girl, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. Focus on what you're supposed to be doing so that you can move forward in what I, that, I'm only going to bless what you're mm. supposed to be doing. I can't bless who you're trying to be. Mm. You know, yeah. I can't bless like yeah, yeah. this uh, this backup plan. There is mm. no backup plan. Yeah. Go for yeah. it and just do it. So then I was like, oh, okay. I said to Verse, like, oh, I think I'm supposed to be putting this EP together and I want to release it like ASAP. And when I'm telling you guys, like last time I was here, I'd, I was recording the songs that I thought were going to be on the EP. Mm. By the time I sat down to say like, okay, the EP is going to look like this, like this, like this. I was like, oh, what have I been going through? These are the songs that are resonating. And when I put them together, I was like, this is a theme. Like, this is what I've been going through. And I remember fe- having that feeling of going, oh, um, I feel like I've been in the mud and it's it's, it's about like I'm on the way up now. I'm, I'm not in that place of depression and anxiety, but mm. I'm on my way up to somewhere to like a breakthrough or whatever and to launching. Mm. And so mm. I talked to my friend and she was like, oh, have you thought of names and stuff? And then she, we were brainstorming and she came up with Ascension. And I was like, that's really, that's it, you know, Ascension, mm. blah, 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 blah. Um, and yeah, that's literally how I, how it came to this is just through those prayers on, on the cards. Mm. <laughs> it's like I said, I've got several of them that I did throughout the year, yeah. but it wouldn't it be anything else. So much more you, than though. that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for sharing that because that whole journey, I feel to me, just embodies that statement, trusting the process in a very yeah. physical sense. It shows that, you know, and yeah. that's just such a journey because even when I came to see you with your, your EP launch, 
how you were on stage is so different from from how you describe. It was, the mic wasn't shaking at all. The room was, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, <laughs> but the mic, no, no like, you were just so effortless and in your element. And that moment, you know, in that moment, I could feel it. But hearing everything, especially now, it felt like that culmination of ascension. You yeah, know? like that was your your moment that you didn't know would happen. You didn't you just don't know the details but you knew that there would be something like that yeah absolutely like even how it Mm -hmm. came together guys like i was not i was like i don't have a venue i don't Mm -hmm. have a band there's no one to do this there's no one to do that when i'm telling you everyone helped me off the back of just saying we believe in you Mm -hmm. and we're gonna Mm -hmm. do this because you believed in yourself like you believed in yourself you you showed up and i believe that the universe will deliver what you're delivering so Mm -hmm. if you're showing up and you're consistent the universe will help you with that you know it will come forward and put the the next step there and i love that most of those next steps didn't look like the next steps you thought they were going to be you thought the step would be have an idea create yeah. something do it advance enjoy advance, it. advance yeah advance. and the steps were were deeper than that like the steps were that process of dealing with everything that was in your way and getting through it and consistently praying and showing up and showing faith even mm. though you were reaching those points of i should have written something but i'm still singing about not writing something <laughs> Yeah, and then it all happened, and the EP is absolutely beautiful. Thank so, you. talk to us about that. So, the EP is called Ascension. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. six songs. Um, like I've kind of ordered it in a way that it's like a journey. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, Good and Lovely is the first track, and mm-hmm. it's because uh, for me it was like you can't have anything good until you realize that you already have something good. Mm. so like the gratitude thing which I'm sure you guys have spoken about before mm. you're not going to have a release of more if you can't already appreciate what you've got yeah. and so mm. that good and lovely was about that I was like you know I used to think that everyone else had it and I used to think I used to think oh all these good things happen to everyone else but me mm. you know what I mean but mm. over time I have learned through my faith and everything that like it's possible it's like good things are for everyone mm, mm. and it's whether you accept it or whether you don't and they're within it. you like, and they're within mm. you yeah like even what you said with you know smoking or drinking to get rid of that voice like that's been one of my battles because then you start thinking that your gift isn't your gift it's, yeah. it's come from that from thing. that yeah, yeah absolutely. and that's just not true yeah and so it really adds to the problem yeah i think for me as well it was like oh who are you without crutches like you yes. said like oh yeah, yeah. without mm. those crutches who are you and yeah. do you still love yourself and do you Mm. still and i think the good and lovely message is more than just like uh how it looks on a good day it's like Mm. okay do i love myself whether or not i have the money or whether or not i have the success or Mm. whatever you start making your love for yourself unconditional yeah Mm. pretty much literally Mm. that was it so i was like okay um you know good things are for me i know that like there's just goodness out there god wants me to have and wants everyone to have Mm. then uh i think the second track is zeros was My um <laughs> was good and lovely the first song that you wrote for this? No, I think it was actually. It's oh, the wow. oldest song on the project right, actually. Yeah, right, right, so that's right. what you started. Yeah, with. it so is the oldest song. How did you get song. to that that place? Did, was it just that enough moment of like enough? I'm just gonna accept myself as I am, and I no. Oh, okay. No, this was like another faith <laughs> work. So I was mm. like, um. Uh, I, I want to get to the place of believing and obviously music, the power and beauty of music is the mm. repetition. So I was like, if I put it in a song and I have to keep singing that song, 
eventually I'm going to internalize mm. this message. 100%. So it was so more kind of like mm. projecting it forward yes. and saying, yeah, I want to get to that place and I am starting to accept those things, but because I want to accept them more and mm. really have it like be a reality in my yeah. life, let me put it in this in this song so that I can every time I sing it I can remember like this is this is what it is I love that so much that is 101 reprogramming yeah literally <laughs> I was like come on now literally like, we gotta think something else yeah we do <laughs> yeah wow, literally I it was that. that it was that and That's I was like so we can't incredible. keep thinking we're trying to write the same song we need what to think turning, this it's like a movie to me now like what a turning point in the, in the journey <laughs> I literally was like, oh no, we need to do something else. So wow. that was that. Mm. Um, zeros, again, it was the whole, it was it was programming again in the sense mm. of like, I was like, I wanna see the zeros. And obviously like my relationship with money had been like, I'd been the whole, um, when you get money, you ball out. Mm. <laughs> not great finances. No, no it's <laughs> not. not great financial management. But that was when I was working like full yeah. time, full time. Yeah. Every payday, let me literally, just add to basket, add to, add to cart. That was moving from wish list to basket. It's I'm telling day. you, it was like such, and I used to look forward to it yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I used to look forward to yeah. it. But the then obviously- the month is just a myth. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then obviously, cause I'd been like working on this music for so long. I was like, nah, like next time I get that big bag, I need to be mm. using it wisely. So mm. then I used zeros to be like, okay girl, like this is what you got to focus on. Have a healthy relationship with money. Mm. It's not the be all end all, but it's good to have, but it's also good to have the, the um, knowledge that it is a tool to be used for good. Like yes. you don't just use it just on yourself. Like yeah. think about who you're gonna help and think about what you wanna build for like future generations mm. or whatever. So that's what that was about. I, I love that so much because yeah. I was watching this video where they're talking about money and the spirit of money. Yeah. If you believe that money, you know, the more money you get, the more problems you get, the, you know, only people who have money are selfish or yeah. this or that, you are blocking, you're kind of putting a ceiling on yourself. Yeah, but you are. remembering that money is a tool and you are the person directing that tool, you can use it for good, attracts yeah. more of it to you. Yeah. And also having the respect for it. Like again, if you keep putting, you know, a tenor aside, then the universe will put it there for you mm. also. But if you keep spending it, the universe, you know, is Goes always gonna... she, she doesn't need it. Yeah, yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's she's good. good. She, she seems to know what she's doing. <laughs> she's happy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Was there, um, any reasoning behind the way that you wrote Zeros? Um, I wanted it to be fun. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I really wanted it to be fun. And obviously my dad, so like um, for a long time, my mom was was like, get a, get a job, get a job. Like she didn't mm. see the vision. And when I speak to my dad, my dad would see the vision. And I'd tell him like, oh, you know, they, like a living can be made from music, dad. And he'd be like, okay, just keep doing your thing. Mm. Yeah, when you get stuff done, like, you know, let me know and stuff. <laughs> um, so that's why I was like, oh, I'll put that lyric about my dad, you know, he said that I should just move on, um, like move forward towards the goal and stuff. But yeah. I really wanted it to be something fun and just like it for me it sounds almost lamentful like oh it sounds a bit not lamentful but like it does sound a bit sad sometimes to me yeah like yeah. the whoa it sounds like you're dreaming mm. you get what i mean like dreaming mm. like oh one day there'll be these zeros yeah. you know what's interesting yeah because at, at the start well we'll get onto another song in a moment yeah know? sure but at the start i looked over the track list before i listened to anything and there was a few titles that stood out to me zeros i wasn't sure what i was going to get from it yeah mm-hmm but when I listened to it, I completely forgot how you 
wrote it until I looked back on my phone to see what song I was listening to. Yeah. Then I took it as like, initially I thought it was just going to be about zeros as in. Like, oh, I'll give me that, you know, I want to ball out. <laughs> <laughs> then it kind of took me, when I looked at how you wrote it, it was like, I interpreted it as like, an X amount of zeros, like there's not there's not a limit on the mm, amount of zeros. Absolutely. That's how I kind of took oh, it. Oh yeah, in. infinite. Literally, um, I think it was Versi's idea to put the commas, commas at the end, right? Right, 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 um, right. And I was like, yeah, literally it is that because we've been watching this guy called Myron Golden. You guys should check him out, he's mm. amazing. And he talks about uh, business and finances and stuff like that. Mm. And he literally was saying what Cam is saying, which is that like, there's no, it's not about, um, you know, people say, oh, money changes people yeah. and it reveals your character and stuff like that. And yes, to an extent it does. But I think like uh, when you put a limit on yourself, you limit money as mm. well. Mm -hmm. And for you, it's okay for you to have infinite. There is an abundance available to everyone. Mm. But do you want it? And do you, if, if it is a thing where it's gonna come into your life and do the most hurt or whatever, then maybe you have to look at yourself and go, yeah. you know what, exactly. I need to think about my approach, right? Mm. Because we will all sit here and complain like, oh, it's so unfair that there's billionaires out there who have all this money and they're not helping the world. But then mm. we won't, in the same breath say, okay, well, they're doing that with money. Let me get money and do the things that exactly. I'm saying that mm -hmm. I'm missing in the world or yeah. whatever it is. So yeah, it was definitely about that infinite possibility. Like now I don't, I I was challenging myself to say, um, cause every time I'd pray, when I was praying on them cars, I'd be like, God, please send me X amount. And he'd be like, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, literally. And I'd be there like, um, okay, how about how about um ten K more? <laughs> like, oh, is that all? And I'd be like, okay, a hundred Did you know? Um but it, what it made me think was like your thing you think it's more, bitch, you need yeah, to be yeah, thinking bigger, bigger. Yeah. It's too specific as well, because yeah. you, you don't know how much would actually satisfy you. Yes, yeah. exactly. Right. So I was like, let me just keep it open mm, if it mm. if it is for me to have enough you know loads and loads then fine yeah and i'll do with it i'll mm -hmm. but what it is is i think for me the asterisk or whatever it is or the parenthesis is but do good yeah, yeah. it's yeah. okay yeah, to yeah, have yeah. but do good yeah. because um, there's no point in you having loads and loads for waste yeah mm -hmm. You yeah, know. and also money does change you. It does, yeah. but why do you have to assume that money's going to change you into a terrible person? Exactly. It might not. It, it might, might not. make you more generous, you know, happier because you're investing in yourself. So I think don't be scared of, or don't take so many things outside of your control. You can be the you that you want to be in yeah. any circumstance. Yeah, I think we let go of the reins of control a lot with yeah. money. We think that like, oh, as soon as we have it, we're going to lose. Mm. <laughs> we're not going to be able to, yeah, yeah. we're going to lose. <laughs> we're not going to be able to see clearly, oh, we'll be able to see is diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you might buy it and it might satisfy mm. you for a bit, but you know, think about what else you can do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I love your intention with your music as well, like that true kind of value and intention because it keeps you grounded in your journey. Like I love that you were saying how, you know, the reasons behind your songs were for you mm. as well as the wider reason you did put yourself in the center of it in the in the right way. Like what I said earlier, using your gift for yourself. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I just was like, I, I'm at the point now where I hate poverty. Mm. Mm. I hate what it produces in yeah. a person's life. And I hate the fact that it closes um, 
doors and it closes opportunities and it limits a person mm. i think that it's that's really really sad like to be sitting there thinking about okay well i can only have this meal like no mm. you deserve more you deserve to have options mm. yeah you yeah, get what i'm yeah. saying you deserve to be able to decide oh i can do this or i can do that and i feel like sometimes we settle too much on like oh well this is only this is available to me and mm. I, this is my lot i'll just take it and yeah. whatnot and i'll just live an honest honest an honest life mm. and um you know what i mean so i was like i don't want that i want to have i think uh, when people say oh uh, 20k 20 20 million or and kiss your dad or whatever it is you know what I mean? <laughs> kiss your dad on the lips or whatever it is or whatever you know the ones yeah yeah um, <laughs> um not that one specifically yeah, yeah not that one but yes you know the dinner with jay-z <laughs> dinner, dinner with jay-z or 5k 500k um mm. but those things there it's like I think what people are really saying when they say they want money is they want more options. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think yeah. a lot of not having money is a limit of options. Yeah, yeah. And people just want to be able to have choice and have the liberation to do mm. at the moment's notice what they want to what be able want, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 100%. It is a limit of options and then an abundance of limits. It's yeah. just a cycle. It mm. is. So he grows so mm. oh my days i have so much to say about he grows like, <laughs> this, I is, really this is what i wanted to hear more. oh i love uh, that okay go and ask your questions no, oh do you want me to no, explain yes, it first yes yeah. yes <clears throat> all right so he grow is a topic i've been thinking about for a long time uh, it actually means hero negro mm. so i was at first i was saying negro in the song and so I'd record it. Every time you hear Hegro, it was Negro. Right. Mm. And then I was like, oh, it's Negro, Negro, Negro. And then I was like, oh, but I don't want it to be a thing where it's one of them songs no one, like only black people can sing. <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't want, I didn't want it to be uh, funneled mm. into a certain direction. And I wanted it to have more life. So I was like, oh, I can record a clean version mm. called Hero, because that's kind of essentially what I was saying is like black people were heroes mm. in the sense that people want us to kind of be the banner of hope, so to speak, in a lot mm. of different aspects of life. Um, we are like a poster child for a lot of things, for culture, fashion, music. Mm. And even when we exist in spaces, it's like we're seen for our blackness first before we're seen as a person mm -hmm. first. Yeah. So it was things like that I started thinking about. And I was like, oh, I could be hero. Cause you know, I feel like black people were like heroes. And then it was like hero, Negro. And then I was like, oh, he grow. I like that, he grow. So then I'd started recording he grow as the takes. Mm. And I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. Um, and then, but yeah, the topic topic wise, my concern was about um, how us black people are treated in England specifically, mm. um, which is that we're kind of um, a caricature mm. in the media. Mm. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's the whole thing of like, okay, well, black women were wearing bust down, we're, we're wearing the wigs and the, the swirls and um, the baby hairs. We had our long nails and everything and then it's ghetto when we do it, mm. but then it's, if another uh, cultural group picks it up, it's, it's all of a sudden it's cool. Mm. Gold teeth are cool, everyone, <laughs> you know, <laughs> big bums are cool, mm. but then we'll be shunned for having yeah. those fears. Yeah. Um, and then there was also the thing of like us having to, not having to, but the code switching mm. yeah. and being in workplaces mm. or, or places, white spaces and feeling like the code switching is necessary. There was the thing of, um, 
of feeling like the only black person in the office and you gotta represent the whole black race, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and there was also some of it about like how in the media, we have this culture, especially in England, where like only one of us can be at the top at mm -hmm. one time. Or if there's a show, like a Strictly Come Dancing or any of these shows where there's gonna be a variety of people. It's one black person, mm. one of us only, and that is it. The minute mm. there's two black people. <laughs> and that's representation. And that's representation, yeah. literally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or, you know, even, do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, that's really sucky. And I mm. just hate that. Like, we, we're not a monolith and we, are, we have loads of different ways of, um, of being. Um, and even mm. this whole thing of like, oh, black people were only, we're only applauded when we're successful. So mm. I was like, okay, so excellence. A lot of the times we think of excellence as being, uh, you have to wear a suit mm. and you need to be prim and proper and your hair's got to be like this or like that mm. or your clothing has to be like, it's all these external factors. And I was like, I think every culture has something about them that's like their zhuzh. Mm. And I was like, with black people, we have a beautiful essence as well. So for me, that essence of what it means to be black was the mm. excellence that mm. I wanted us to zone in on rather than all these external things, which one, you want to use any, other people want to use anyway. And two, mm. we're either glorifying them or we are shunning them, which is just not helpful. Um, <clears throat> the last thing I'll say as well is that it kind of goes back to the whole like um, black people being treated as a commodity. Mm. So we move from an era of something like a slavery or you know r racism being very overt mm -hmm. to now um, you your body, your physical, like your your being and your physical labor was what was the um, the commodity before. Like you with a person could be sold, you can mm. be a slave. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now it's like what Kanye was saying about new slaves. It's about uh, mm. what you produce mm. as a black person mm -hmm. or like how your body is for pe other people's consumption. Mm. Mm. Um, so I was like, no, we have to stop doing that. Like treat people as humans enjoy them for who they are don't approach us black people as like someone who has to fit in your box mm. yeah mm. we're more than that and why should we have to be put in this box in order to be accepted and then even in that box there's paradoxes that exist anyway yeah. outside of you know do you know what i mean mm. as part of it so that's and but then at the same time i was like oh girl this is really deep man you know <laughs> <laughs> this is really deep but you're saying a lot so how can you make it like fun and mm. or or even just uplifting. celebrate yeah mm. and uplift so that's when i was like okay for me the song is a big metaphor and a big uh what is what do we call it when like a double meaning mm. so like for me i intend that when black people sing it they feel a sense of pride and they they sense the irony mm. that's in the in the song mm -hmm. but if anyone else that does not necessarily have a lens on that experience is listening to it they'll still understand the core messaging yeah um and that's why i was like okay it's important for us to celebrate ourselves so whether you're whether you are, you know, the best at your football or whatever, <laughs> or you, you know, you're just a beautiful black girl who's really good at running or whatever it is, you can still celebrate yourself mm. without feeling like this is all that I can be celebrated for. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. You're more than that. 
you're more than, than your that. actions yeah. or like what you provide for other people. Mm. So yeah, that's that was he grow for me. But I was like, nah, I still want it to be like an anthem for us mm. to listen to and be like, yeah, good, good. It was a good he grow, good Negro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah, ironic, yeah. but you still can take it as like, yeah, man, mm. I'm good. Like I'm actually, I'm actually good fly. Are, yeah, yeah, I'm good as I am. Yeah. yeah, and good as you are, whether you're fitting into certain things that are promoted in the media or yeah. whether you're not. And I love yeah. that you focused on the nuances. Like mm-hmm. we're more than just the representation of everyone in this culture where yeah. a whole personality and a person a multifaceted being absolutely mm. i agree and obviously for me i was like it's important for me to speak about what things are um part of my experience mm. because i could have made the song about like okay people of color but i kind of don't really like that term mm. because i feel like it groups everyone together and yeah mm. I, I get it you have you it, these terms sometimes make it easy to talk about things, but sometimes when we group certain things together, nuances are missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means that we can't best serve certain communities or certain mm. people from, you know what I mean, specific veins. And I think as a black person for me, it's important to talk about what blackness means to me, um, highlight the things that I've seen and celebrate my culture. Oops. Yeah, and I Sorry, love that. Culture. I love the focus on your experience, your culture, and yeah. not feeling the pressure to rope everyone in, you mm. know, and carrying more than you need to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, there's other songs on the EP as well. Yeah, they um, are. But I wanted to hear your hero questions. No, you, you, you covered it. Yeah, yeah very much so. Yeah. Oh, very, much so. very much so. <laughs> I was right. hoping you kind of did without me having to press. For <laughs> just to see if I was on the same wavelength. And I was... Um, yeah, there's other moments on the EP, um, if there's any that you want to touch on specifically. Um, unless you... I'm going to talk about Bright. So, well, Bless No Stress was... You know, I mean, I'll be honest. When I heard that, yeah, it was like off off the back of He Grew. <laughs> I felt like I was in like a, a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is really fun, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, for me, I was like, it was like bubbly. Mm. Yeah, there was quite a lot of sparkly feeling to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I, like I was saying, you know, prayer is my weapon now. Like in that mm. song, and I'm not gonna stress. I'm blessed. I'm stressed. It was a very big kind of affirmation type track for mm-hmm. me because I was like, yeah, think about think about that, not the worries. Focus on mm. the blessings, not mm-hmm. not the stressings. Ooh. Oh, uh, <laughs> EP number literally two. <laughs> EP number two still ascending for real, still ascending. <laughs> but that's part of it. I was mm. like, after you've enjoyed being an amazing black person. Don't stress mm. out, you yeah. know, yeah. enjoy yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, with Bright, um, <clears throat> so much coughing. <laughs> um, with Bright, uh, that one I wrote by myself. Uh, I mean, I wrote all of them by myself, but I mean, like this one, I wasn't writing it around anyone. Whereas okay. with Negro, mm. when I first made it, I was writing bits, but some of it was coming up in the session where I was like, okay, mm. I'll finish this lyric here, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, but Bright came out of a really, really kind of like intimate space because uh, I'd wanted to write something uh, about this experience, but then I was like, oh, you know, I didn't think I'd put it on ever in music, but then uh, Vest was like, you know what, you should write about like what you've been through and stuff. Mm. And obviously, like I was saying, part of um, accepting myself was to do with 
having peace with mm. some of my experiences. Mm. So um, when I was about six years old, I was um, sexually abused by somebody who was like quite close to our family. So I held that secret for like mm. more than me. I would say like 15 years or something. Wow. So when I was, um, I think 10 years. Yeah, so te- yeah, from about six years old. So I didn't tell somebody about it till later on like in my teens mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, so in my teens, I told one person and I still kind of hadn't really processed it. And it was like, when it came out, when I told this person, it was like, it almost didn't sound real to me. Mm-hmm. But I remember like it happening and me just being like, I just have to focus on what's next now. Like I didn't mm-hmm. even have time to really process it or anything like that. But that's been something that's been really like heavy to deal with. And when I would started, um, kind of writing the songs at first when I first started thinking about the EP that was like okay mm. I'm doing the purging of crying it out mm. and just like uh coming to terms with what happened and um I guess seeing the event for what it was you mm-hmm. know seeing seeing what happened um because it wasn't it wasn't like a one time thing sadly mm. so um I really needed to sit and like think about what was going on and how I would look at it, what did I feel about myself, etc. Mm. But I wrote it, um, and when I, f- I first found the, that loop, the guitar loop, and I was like, oh, I really like this, and I just started singing, mm. and then I left it for ages. The idea just stayed there. Mm-hmm. But then when I said, oh, you know what, let me build the song, I was like, oh, you know, I feel like what I'm saying is like, I am kind of speaking to myself. Let me just mm. reach out and like really try and finish penning the rest of this song so that I can get these emotions out. Yeah. And yeah, that was kind of that. So I recorded it in the end. Um, I think I did it mostly by myself, like when mm. I, because now I was at home and I had um, a mic at home and stuff. So every time I had like a little moment, I'd be like, okay, mm. let me just t- get my laptop and write and, you know, yeah. sing it out mm-hmm. and stuff. And that was that. But yeah, that one means, I think that means the most to me out of all the songs. Yeah. I, I loved Hegro. I really do love Hegro. Mm. <laughs> but because it was like, uh, you can't ascend until you've like buried, not buried, but like until you've dealt with dealt yeah. with your past. Mm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So mm. when we're talking about the things that have held you back, because we were talking mm. about like the blocks of like manifesting and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know, if you have been through depression, anxiety, trauma, all of those mm. things, um, or self-doubt mm. um you have to face that before you can say that you can embrace something new because you're always going to walk around holding that mm. Mm. while also trying to hold the new thing that you're, yeah. you're after you know 100 mm. no you know what like even when um i heard right at the the show the song itself felt like a journey mm. you know like through it and it felt almost like going into this ethereal but yet grounded place like it felt very free yeah you know? like it, i feel like looking at that um kind of metaphor of mud and mm. unearthing and growing that felt like the the blossoming moment in the yeah, song yeah mm. i agree sorry, yeah yeah thank mm. you i agree i think for me it was really important to just say like mm. even though i went through that i'm still bright like and i wanted yeah. that to be a message like if someone else heard it and they've been through a similar thing mm like your mistakes not mistakes sorry your your traumas mm. and things that you've been through that weren't necessarily like your choice mm. like they don't have to define you to the point of like oh that's it your life is never going to be and they don't anything. have to lessen your and life and they don't like, yeah they don't yeah. like i feel like when traumatic things happen you kind of have this internal feeling that you've been 
dimmed or damaged and something has been taken and it will never be replaced yes that song really flipped it to you it's just added more light to me absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah like it's that whole thing of like your scars make you better yeah you know what i mean yeah as horrible as it was it's like Mm. Now I'm hoping that when people hear the song, they help. They feel like a sense of peace as well, whether whatever situation they've been through. Yeah. But that was kind of what mm. I was saying: is like remain shining. Like yeah. it doesn't really, it doesn't define you. Definitely, mm. definitely. Yeah. Before we um start to bring it to a closure, there was something that I wanted to ask you. So it's in relation to your show. Oh yeah. So a little quick backstory: Cam told me about your show. Yeah. <laughs> She invited me down, but I, was, I had other things pre-booked. Oh man! Unfortunately, mm, yeah. But she gave she gave glowing review of your show, right? Love that. <laughs> What's interesting me even more now because at the time I was after when she gave me the review, I was like, oh, that sounds great. Um, that sounded so condescending. Yeah, <laughs> so like I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> no, generally I was impressed because I even. Yeah. But what, what what impressed me the most is afterwards when I asked her also. Oh, I wasn't aware that it was just your show, yeah. first of all. So I was like, oh, um, I asked like, was there other acts? She said, no, it was just her show. Yeah. I said, oh, wow. Cause from our last conversation, you hadn't released. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So I was like, oh, well, she got a whole team with her, et cetera. She's like, no, she kind of put it together herself. Yeah. Mm. I was I was very impressed. Oh, thank so, you. Really and the room that. was full. Like, yeah. I had to keep fighting for my spot. It was really... <laughs> Yeah, so how do you go is. from releasing your first project yeah to putting together your own show in not a such a sh- it short was a short time, enough but it was but, but no. in terms it was yeah, like right. a month okay oh wow oh, okay. yeah oh my goodness yeah so that's literally. how quick the blessing can i'm be. telling you <laughs> wow. that, that time does not exist time does she not exist like, when you're doing what like, you're supposed yeah. to be doing yeah. Yeah. do you get what yeah. i'm saying for me that was confirmation because i was mm. like mate i was not even thinking about this mm. so literally god was like put out the ep mm. i was like all right i'm gonna put out the ep we start I, we started working on it um, like as in finalizing it because some parts I had there were some mm. things that I hadn't finished it wasn't mixed it wasn't mastered and obviously for those of you who work in music know that that is a process yeah. it's mm. in yeah. its own right those sessions are draining oh they are draining <laughs> and I was like it needs to get done now <laughs> so when I'm telling you we were a month behind that deadline by the time I, God was telling me do a show mm-hmm. mm. and I was like with what money? Suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> so like going through it. the envelopes, like what's the answer again? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, you know, it's the envelope. <laughs> it's not here yet. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I deliver thought you were it. deliver it. I thought you were gonna bring this, like, and it hadn't arrived. Yeah. I'm telling you. So I was like, all right, cool. Need to find a venue. Oh, like I wish I could sit here and explain like oh there was so many like intricate amazing details mm. but like literally there was a festival that happened in my neighborhood and this girl who works at this cafe that's like across which ended up being the venue in, okay. in eventually she um, organized it there was a night where they were like okay well you can club hop between these two these three mm. venues so while we're club hopping i meet her outside and i'm like oh hi da, 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 da. and she tells me she organized a festival and at the time i was telling her oh i want to do a show you know and she was like oh yeah okay cool i was like yeah you know i've got this vision to have it look like this and she said oh well give me a shout because i'd love to like visually produce it mm. and i was wow. like oh awesome and i was like girl literally <laughs> and i'm like how it happens i told her but i was like girl there is no money <laughs> There's no money. <laughs> and then she was like, it's fine. I'll do it for free. Wow. Like that, literally. See? And I was like, girl. I was like, okay, cool. 
then obviously I was um, holding out on this one venue. The venue was standing outside of, I was like, oh, it's gonna be here. Mm. Fast forward, they took ages to get back to me. And then eventually, and a funny thing is Versi had said, why didn't you ask her if it can be at the cafe before I was like, no, 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 no. So eventually when I asked about the cafe, she was like, yeah, it's cool, da, 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 we'll have mm. it here. And like literally, so the EP comes out, the EP was a month late because mm. it was supposed mm. to come out in October. No, it was supposed to come out beginning of October. And then in like, what's the month before that? August? September. September, sorry. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> in, so, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in August, I was saying the deadline is September. Mm. September elapsed everything. Mm. And then it was October. And I was like, mm. the EP is not ready. We're, we're running towards the EP. Then I said, I want the show to be in October. I wanted the show to be on like the 21st or something. Mm. Or the 28th. Yeah, I wanted it to be on the 28th. So I'm looking at the venue. They're telling me, oh, you can't have, we, we, don't, we don't have the time, whatever, whatever. So I was like, fine. So I had to look for the new venue. Then the the, the cafe, cafe came out. Yep. So then the EP was going to come out um, on the 20th, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to come out on the 20, 20th. Yeah. Um, but I put it, I said, you know what, we'll do the 24th. Um, when I'm telling you it was ready, like a day before we were supposed to put oh, it up. Wow. <laughs> Which is really bad because I had to wait. Cause sadly I gave Versi loads to do and he had other things to do and he mm. had to mix and master everything. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, well done. Well done, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, literally. And then anno another annoying thing that happened is that I was so broke that my mm. phone got cut off. Right. Oh. And so I had to go to the cafe to upload the EP to mm. distro. And yeah. And That's I was standing, nice. yeah, and I was standing outside that cafe, like I'm here with no internet, trying mm. to put this together, mm. but it's out, blah 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 blah. Oh, I put it up actually, and I was like, oh, I've put it up now. And you know, um, I don't know people that have put music out know you if you don't have like a pro account, you can't decide the release date. Oh, so you can oh, tell man. them, you can tell them I want it out on this day, mm. but there's no guarantee that it will be out on that day. And also oh like if you God. put something out, now, so you need to be working in advance mm. because if you want it out next, if you want it out in two weeks time, you need to put it out mm. now mm. so that you give them enough time and then to hopefully- it. The stakes were high. The stakes were high. Yeah, were so I literally was like, okay, it's up now. It's, it's yeah. been uploaded to the mm. thing. And I'm like, oh, it's gonna take ages. The, the show is, is now booked for the seventh, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's booked for the seventh, da da da. I'm telling people, like, I'm outside the cafe with no the money. Eighth. Oh, the eighth, sorry, the eighth. The show was on the eighth. I was thinking in my head, I was like, I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm really bad with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better with words. <laughs> so, anyway, the show's on the eighth. I'm like, oh, my phone's still cut off. Still trying to get, like, stuff together. Like, I'm mm. telling you, like, there was no money here mm. heading towards any of this. And the funny thing is, so I'm a person of faith, like I said, and like for everything else, I'm always like, yeah, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Mm. And for some for some funny reason, <laughs> I did not think I would have to apply my faith in this area. Mm. <laughs> I just mm. thought it will all come together. <laughs> Everything's gonna work out. Um, like, as in, I'll have the money, I'm gonna pay in advance. Da da da, da da da. And it wasn't like, it was not that. <laughs> Uh, everything was literally like, okay, mm. take a step and another step. Every day I was like, I don't know it where this It was like, you're only from. gonna take one step. At That's all we're giving you. Literally, yeah. it was one step. And like I'm telling you, I put it up the night before. The next day, the project was on Spotify, guys. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, what? No way, I actually dropped on Spotify. Unheard, literally, <laughs> you know. Insane. 
you know that is unheard of. Like I literally was like, what? It's up the next day. That is fake. I, I'm telling you, yeah. sometimes I think things happen like this just to show you that fake yeah, is real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, literally, yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to be doing this. The band, <laughs> literally, and even like mm. money. So like, um, we needed like a rehearsal space, and it's like the rehearsals like the next Monday or something and I have no idea where this money's coming from. Mm. During the weekend, the money arrives in my account to oh book like to literally book this rehearsal and everything. These last four days. Literally it was just like, kaka, 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 like crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I was uh, that's how we get there by mm. just the one step at a time. Yeah. And just going, you know what, let me let me see. Even like I there was some things I was like, oh I wanted to have like merch and things like mm. that. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Mm. Um, but like I said, for me, it was literally, it was myself. Versi helped me plan a little bit of it. Like he was, he's mostly focused on the music. Mm. Mm. I put together the band, the rehearsals, the wow. everything pretty mm. much. And obviously mm. Jessie helped me with the visual um, side of things eventually. Yeah. So she dressed up the venue on the day. Um, and Versi's idea to have those cars that we were selling. Mm. Um, so, you know, it was just like, what's the, and even just on the night, I was like, okay, so if I'm performing, who's gonna welcome people? <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna do the tickets? <laughs> because it's me. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be on stage, so who's gonna do that? And my friend literally hollered at me, and was like, oh, do you need anything doing? And I was like, oh, I actually do, I need mm. someone on the door. So like, people would just come and just yeah. be like, oh, yeah. you know what? you need a bit of help doing this. Even the band, like, um, I wouldn't have met them had it not been for me meeting this one friend of mine who plays keys. Mm. And then they were like, oh, you need this. Like I asked somebody to do like BVs and they were like, is it just me? And I was like, yeah, it's just you because I don't, you know, I don't want to ask people because if they ask me for money, I don't know how I'm going to provide this. Yeah. Um, so then he was like, no, no, we're gonna get someone else. And he just invited his, his, wow. his friend like to come through and then our other friend joined and it was stuff like that. It was just mm. everyone kind of like, thankfully giving their time yeah. Um, yeah. To, to be involved, yeah. But I do want to pay everyone. <laughs> I still want to pay everyone, <laughs> but I was still, yeah. literally after it finished, everyone was like to me, like, just don't, you know, like we're really happy for you and mm. it's good that it's all come together. But yeah, literally all by faith. I need a team. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, timing. I love timing. that because I always say that you know, just in a in a kind of slightly off-topic way, say if you need to talk to someone or something, God will always bring the right person to you yeah. at the right time, like the right friend. And so if someone's not coming there, that means He wants you to talk to him yourself. You yeah. Know? And I feel like this whole experience was just an example of that. Like one by one, the bits came into place, and even further back, like all those harder moments all the fear all the fasting all yeah. the bits in between all of that like it prepared you like it was the practice of faith so when the stakes were high you had that practice of faith to keep you going yeah i agree definitely definitely mm, i agree Story is commendable. Yeah, thank you. I told you it's like a movie. It's oh a movie. Yeah. yeah. But thank you so much for sharing that because it makes me feel you know, those moments of frustrate, frustration when I'm like, my process isn't moving fast enough or I'm wasting time or, you know, these hard moments aren't meant to mm. be here. It's just mm. shown me that every experience as part of the process is valuable. It all adds value. Yeah, it does. Mm. I agree. I feel like even just the whole thing about the hand shaking on the mic yeah. is the same. Like I wouldn't, I, I think because I got to the place where I've, 
had overcome that mm. was then it was like god was like okay you can do the show now yeah. but if i had tried to plan it before and galvanize efforts mm. towards doing stuff yeah. i would have been up there shaking do you know yeah. what i mean and not really yeah. able to like enjoy that living in your moment yeah so that even all those little things that i felt like oh you know there's this obstacle that obstacle but i feel like the main thing is really just going for what 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 calls out to you the most mm. put the effort there yeah. because you can and that part of it as well has been like you can't live for your parents or you can't mm. live for like what other people perceive is yeah. you're supposed to be doing if you 100%. are in something and you feel like you know what mate like this is I'm really not enjoying it do the thing that you enjoy mm. yeah I feel like you hear all these stories about people like, oh, I used to own a how many million dollar company and then I became a farmer and I really enjoyed mm. my life. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You have yeah. to do what makes you happy. Do more yeah. of what you enjoy. 100%. Yeah, totally. 100%. And I love what you said again, like with not living for other people or your parents and stuff like that, because maybe what you're singing, your voice isn't for them. Like yeah. it's for people who need to hear the songs that you've made. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So what's next for you? Mm. what's next i'm gonna be promoting this ep yep. like my yeah. life depends on it go ahead promote, um, it, promote it yeah full because steam. i just absolutely full mm -hmm. steam ahead i was like you know what like I, it's been a journey scratching and crawling to get to this place mm. yeah. and so now i'm just like i want to create more i've already started writing the next one okay um but i was like i need to give this time to breathe and i feel like there's a lot of mm. messages that are um Oh, that was a really big lip smack. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are a lot of messages that people can resonate with and that mm. will be of benefit for people to hear them. I so, second that. Like, honestly, yeah. I said it to you as soon as I was at the show and heard all the songs, they were the messages I needed in that moment. And I felt like that room was full of that sentiment. It was, yeah. honestly, I told you, it felt like I was transported to another realm. It just, it was a magical space. Like that Thank was you. a God-given space. Thank mm. you. And it's just a microcosm because literally that's mm. what I felt like. I was like, this this EP is for people who are growing. Yes. One, um, but also that feeling that you felt at the, mm. at the um, EP launch, that's what I want to replicate for every single show. Yeah. I want people to feel that way. I feel like music is, it has the power to transport you through time. It does. And so, does. and to transport you to, you know, new different places that you haven't been mm. before. So mm -hmm. that's something I feel I really want to be a big focal point of my work. Um, yeah, I would love to set up more shows. I was and just, just gonna like say, collaborate with grab people. Grab a ticket and, because yeah, it, was, I actually, it was really yeah. the vibe. It really, really <laughs> was. And you know, just to say as well, like I was going through my own stuff around that time and I wasn't really going out and doing things and mm. stuff like that and not really realizing that I was going into my shell again. Yeah. And being in that space was not just a healing moment, it was what you said, like it was fun, joyous, uplifting, yeah. you know, so definitely worth going to. Let Love them, that. Let them know what the EP is called again. The EP is called Ascension by Jebonair and you can find it on all platforms. Mm -hmm. so wherever you listen to music, you can find it there. Yeah. And you can buy it on Bandcamp because <laughs> as you know I need to pay the people I work with yeah you heard the story you heard the stories <laughs> I would love to pay those who I work with please support me thank yeah. you where can anybody find you oh um, I'm mainly on Instagram but I am doing my best to migrate my little feathers mm -hmm. to TikTok a bit more yeah and there's that 
at Jebonair. At Jebonair. On TikTok is at I am Jebonair. On Instagram it's at Jebonair. And TikTok, no, what's the other one? Twitter mm-hmm. is I am Jebonair as well. Because somebody Perfect. else took Jebonair. Some person who's not even called Jebonair. Like, what the hell is that it, I know, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the name back. <laughs> no, well, oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for joining us here. Thank um, you. It's definitely been more insightful. I enjoyed the EP regardless. Yes, loving it. With the backstory mm. behind it all, definitely gonna run it up a few more times yeah, today. Yeah, even <laughs> more that. so. So Thank yeah, you. Okay, it. I really, really appreciate you both for having me as well. Yeah. Last final plug, I have a show on the 2nd of December, so Ooh, Darren. my birthday month. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't come to the last one. And this one, this one is free, because yeah? <laughs> I'm not hosting it. <laughs> but I am supporting someone, mm. uh, Afro Comb, the band is called. Okay. Um, so yeah, come through and enjoy the vibes, and oh, it will be a different kind of lineup as last time as well. So. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. but I would like to reiterate and say, you guys keep going. I love this podcast. Oh, thank you for having thank me you. back. Thank you for asking amazing questions, being great listeners, mm-hmm. being people that look inwards and take time <laughs> to think about stuff, which is just gorgeous. It's so good to be uh, in conversation with you both especially mm. like intellectually mm-hmm. mutually mm. <laughs> spiritually the lot oh thank you yeah, so much and honestly you. it feels like such a nice full circle moment to have you back on the yeah. pod after the first episode yeah. i agree this is like part two of that one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a full circle moment for us as well for you to come to like yeah a new, new studio yeah yeah but obviously open door whenever you want to come back if you've got more, you. more to promote more to talk about yeah. love that I, I appreciate that and i will come back because there's loads to talk about <laughs> <laughs> no thank you thank you um well that brings us to a close of this episode anything mm. you want to add before we round no, it up that was thank you again you know i feel a lot more uh peaceful with my journey now and Good. to like meet the things that come up so so yeah and i hope other people do too i agree mm. i agree until next time yeah bye <laughs> <laughs>